And this is episode two. We are so pumped and psyched to be having an amazing designer join us. She'll do all the introductions, then may don't want to steal anything from her from her intro. I may not do it justice. So and the floor is yours. Thank you, Tiffany, for inviting me to uh, this design podcast. This is kind of like the first podcast where I'm a guest. So awesome. <laughs> kind of excited. <laughs> Um, so to introduce myself, uh, my name is Amy Akini. I'm a UX designer. Some uh, uh, people also would like uh, like to introduce us UI UX, but usually I say UX designer because UI is kind of in there. Uh, I have about two years experience with UX design, and I would say that I'm kind of from junior to mid-level, I'm kind of there, working towards Yeah, to come You need a little bit more experience to say you're mid. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now that so, you... Uh-huh. Oh, um, and other things, like I'm also like a co-founder in a company called IGAS, it's a startup. And yeah, I think that's me all around. Ah man, like you are starting so well, like IGAS, what's, what's it all about? IGAS is a platform mm-hmm. that is supposed to facilitate uh, like uh, clean cooking in Kenya and one day around Africa, USA, with like uh, an app and a vendor's platform. So we are like connecting uh, people who buy LPG to people who sell LPG and we provide like uh, solutions to make it more affordable. So our point is making LPG affordable for for as many people as possible. We have like some cool features um which we believe would help to grow the lpg users in kenya because currently it's only 25 percent of kenyans used lpg like i really want us to discuss this because <laughs> this is a big problem but i know this podcast these few minutes won't allow us to discuss this but this is a big problem that touches the hearts of many people you want yeah. to use clean energy the government is trying to do away with firewood they're trying to do away with um charcoal and all these uh, forms of energy that are harmful to the environment but yeah. the thing is it's a bigger problem and it's a problem as you know with ux the solution is people so the problem i see is it's not that people don't want to use cleaner forms of energy it's it's too expensive firewood i'll go and collect from the forest or from the roadside and with charcoal i'll buy and it will take me a longer time to consume as compared to gas and for example, for foods which are quite intense on heat, it's much easier. So this uh, this is a real problem that you're solving, and I hope you you guys will find a way of making cleaner forms yeah. of energy more affordable. Yeah, actually, charcoal would be more expensive to use than gas, but it's just that palemtani you can buy charcoal for like very cheap, very easily. Yeah, use. But gas really needs like a big initial investment. You need to have at least 5K to have, you know, your first cylinder full of gas. If it's like a, an average one, you know, that will take you like a whole month. Yeah, so we aim to provide like affordable uh, solutions. Some are like Kuchangiana gas. Yeah. Yeah, which will help. Uh, and also excite people, just revolutionize the way people buy gas and make it, the point is to make it more affordable. And I think you're, you're, you're talking my language, affordability. Life <laughs> <laughs> right now is so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. Yeah. Awesome. 
now to digress let's go back to what we're discussing and i think i invited you to this podcast so that you can just talk about ux design in general and just catch up because this is something i think close to our hearts something we but hey why why did you choose ux design like i've never known like how you how you found yourself here some of us just found ourselves here like one minute you're doing something else then the next minute you're a ux designer so how did you how did you find yourself in this in this battle because you all choose battles how did you find yourself in this one so me with the ux design i would say it's kind of like kismet i don't know i'd say like it's the thing i feel kind of like my life kind of just just walked into this path because professionally what i studied for in uni is computer science so i was to be a software developer uh but i've always been kind of like uh like an artistic creative in that sense like a draw and things like that so there was a semester that I had called off and that semester had the unit of human computer interaction oh and man uh-huh. when i called it off i didn't know that what 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 ux design was about and i believe that had i not called off that semester then mm-hmm. and did it when i did it i might not have gotten into ux so when i called off that semester that was in 2019 I did that semester in 2020 uh at the, in 2020 2021 which was around the time that I had found UX you know like I, I, I was like doing the research of so UX really like I had stumbled upon it so I'd heard about it and it was it, like it's it sparked my interest and then I do this semester that I had called off and then I'm doing home and computer interaction I'm like this is what i've been trying to learn and then kind of grabbed deeper into it and i was very interested in how human beings consume software and all the the science that goes into it like kind of understanding that it's not just beautiful ui it's not just pretty things but it's about understanding human psychology really yeah so that's how i kind of found myself in ux and then from there i was kind of like hooked basically i was like this is what this is what i want to do because i've always never liked like coding especially backend i had really i had time coding backend but i enjoyed coding front end because i like seeing what i'm doing you know <laughs> i think i can also share the same sentiments like in 2020 i was doing gads and i chose front end i was really drawn to how things work from the content mm. and i knew i was going to be a developer shock mm. on me i became a designer instead and here we are so i can say like it's a lot sick design is an alternative to code but i've seen people migrate from coding to designing because they want to build something but they don't to use code yeah especially people who are in front end i feel like if you if you focus on front end most people find out about design at that point because you would want to design what you are about to code and it's really hard to code without like a design because it's kind of like you don't have a map and that's how i used to code before i found out about design so when i found out about design i was kind of like okay then i can just design whatever i want to code forever <laughs> awesome it's like a dream come true and now with low code tools like webflow flutterflow it's changing the game yeah that's true so now us designers can also produce what developers are doing but with low code tools but i i can't say that we don't need developers we need them yeah. we need them, them. yeah we need them I would say that maybe with this local tools and also with the I, <laughs> um these developers would not like not all of them will stay relevant not all of them but they w- they would have to like step up 
they can just stay relevant by just knowing how to like write code. I feel like they would they, they, they would have to to migrate to like building something bigger than just like writing code or people who are like developers employed within a company that one might go like extinct because more companies are also outsourcing and things like that because it's also cheaper so i wouldn't say that the developer development of course would go irrelevant because designers can design but computers also need developers to translate those designs to code and there's this um, question which was like on the internet. Do you think that AI will rule away designers because artificial intelligence is now reaching a point where they can make intelligent decisions and come up with designs? Um, Do you no, think we'll be out of jobs? <laughs> I feel like design would be even more relevant. True. Because design needs you to have empathy and that is one thing that i can from human beings <laughs> yeah yeah they can learn to be as intelligent as possible but it will always be like a kind of manufactured um intelligence and they can't really have empathy because it will be programmed empathy and it will be kind of like what they think empathy should look like but with with human beings and like how like cognition works and like intel they don't say intelligence but like how human human beings react it's not so predictable it's not always so predictable so you really have to be at the human level so i don't think designers will go extinct in fact i think they will just be even more relevant and talking about ai and us being more relevant let's let's come home can kuna ma job other jobs for designers in kenya i asked this question to the guests in episode 1 and they had interesting answers to that i want to hear yeah. yours so that i can tell you what they said okay is there room for okay. designers in kenya you asked designers to be specific um currently I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say there's zero room but um we're kind of at a disadvantage because I still think that many companies especially the ones that are not like big you know like I would expect a company like Safaricom because it's big it's a big company uh to see value in like what a UX designer brings because the roles will be like very you know like a designer will be doing just that design so the value can be you know seen but like for the mid to low to low level like companies most of them haven't yet or are still at the point where you want to realize okay but like they expect the developers to do the design so if you say you are an ex designer right now as a kenyan people will also expect you to come with the development so kisema to when you ex designer period you might lack some you know opportunities i say because when most most jobs that have encountered like being advertised they will be looking for like our developer and designer so the web developer will do the design and develop it so Mm, of of which some most developers really didn't like study design and they might they might just develop what they think looks good but they might not consider the concepts that come with ux design and you know someone who has taken courses or even got gone to school for design you that's what i would say that's how you view it and that's interesting you've you've like you've said something about school and i'll ask you sir i'll ask you about that um before we move on tell yeah. me what that said pardon what did the other the first oh what, yeah let me let me um they were of the opinion that it's 
for newbies and uh, currently right now in the Kenyan market, UX designers aren't aren't hotcakes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it made so much sense. And one suggested for remote and vouched for remote. And I think I also vouched for remote as well because mm-hmm. I'm a remote designer and I don't know. Because right now when you look at job descriptions and qualifications it's all about like you'll see the level of experience that people are looking for and as a newbie you're like how am i supposed to make it yeah how am i supposed to grow and i think the market is demanding ready ready designers qualified designers and for developers when you on the other hand you'll find that even if you're from code school and you can code there's a job for you so it's kind of weird and i don't know if our market is ready for ux designers in the sense that to accommodate that growth i don't know yeah Or, or what do you think i i don't know I think it's true. Yeah, it's it's true, completely true. Unless I have someone else on the podcast to correct me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm getting remote uh, roles. I've been trying to bag with remote roles. <laughs> yeah, and I can give you a tip. Like this, I'll not say the secret, but the heart of applying for it is looking at the job description and the qualifications. Mm-hmm. There are some there are some very few, like the one I've been applied, like where I'm working, mm-hmm. they won't really look at the level like the years of experience. They look at what you can do. So mm-hmm. look for jobs which are like which are tailored to your skills and expertise. Like yeah. if you are a good designer I believe that you get a good job. There's there's no secret to that. And I think it's also a matter of looking what fits you. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. you might think you want to apply like I work for a nonprofit. So mm. me applying for for profit organizations was yeah, but like nonprofit made so much sense to me because it aligned with my values, my principles and all that. So it starts with you. Like what do you want then? I think remote just yeah. and apply like look for jobs in those weird places that that you you'd not expect a job to be advertised. Oh, what does weird place what does weird what does weird mean? <laughs> like Mine was advertised in, I saw it on LinkedIn, just as a post by, what's this place? Um, these offices, um, this co-working space in Nairobi. Oh, yeah. In Upper Hill. Garage. Not Upper Hill, in, in Westie. Nairobi Garage. Yes, Nairobi Garage posted posted an ad for a job mm. and then it was like a farmer center designer and i'm like ooh, i like the sound of this and i applied mm. they go back to me we did the first interview we did the second interview then i got the offer mm. so it's the last place i'd expect to see an ad for a job such as that would be Nairobi's garage and I'd also say leverage LinkedIn and yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've raised the, the Nairobi garage thing. Um I think that's one place that I also didn't really expect like yeah. <laughs> they would be sending jobs like that. But I hear that, you know, I see many people like several of, of my friends, they're not like designers. But they're like developers and they they've also like gotten opportunities from them i think nice. yes yeah yeah like two of them i know for sure for sure for sure wow i, I see them in the posts and i do the garage 
Well, they go to work there. You know, so they, they, it's like a co-working space. So people go there like once in a while. They can work there and then they take like photos and post on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I think the goodness is like if they have events and you can attend, you can just go through and you come through and you see what other people are doing and engage and who knows if you're good yeah. with the networking. I sure will. Sufini wakujificha. But if you're good with networking, I oh, think not good with like talking to people, but then uh, I like talking design in my free time. So <laughs> Ooh, you see? Yeah. You're on the right track. And yeah. I believe you'll get a job in these coming days. So because yeah. like with this Igas thing, that's big. You're solving yeah. a real problem and it's like in real life. Yeah. Some of us did conceptual stuff, you you're doing the real thing. So you have an upper hand, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um what we what what were we talking about? School. Like so did you go to school for design or did you teach yourself using uh, the YouTube and other crazy resources on the internet? What was your learning path? Uh I took uh the Google UX design course. Eh? Like, yeah. From front to end. Yes. The brave. The brave. I took that course. I was very, very proud of myself when I finished it. It was like the first time I did something consistently. I was like, oh, it was like proving to myself that I really wanted this. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Props to you. Props to you. Yeah, it took that course. It was actually very informative. It was good. Like most of the concepts that I use every day when I'm designing. I use the information that I learned from that course. It's a good course and they they have like a, I think it's like a discounted price because I had a friend who was doing it, but from outside the country and they were paying like, I don't know, it was 30 something dollars. But for me, I was paying $14 per month. Wow. Yeah. So they had like a, a discounted price for I think African countries, and I was like, I'm taking advantage of that. <laughs> and I think like there was a time when they were um, having scholarships, so you could apply and do it for free on financial. Mm. Yeah. Well, I did. That's the course that I did. I didn't, and then the rest I just taught myself on YouTube as I kept going. Awesome. That's, yeah. Hey, at least you don't go through crazy boot camps like some of us. That's awesome. <laughs> Those boot camps are expensive, though. No, no, no. Zuri, Zuri is free. Oh, Zuri, um, I saw it like after. I actually like saw it like one month ago. Yeah. Yes. Zuri internship. That's internship. That one. Yeah, I saw it like one month ago, and then I was I've been like you know already doing a lot with Stacia Tech and all that, so I couldn't keep up. So I said I'm yeah. going break for now, and then when like maybe my my time like opens up a bit, I will go on that cohort. Awesome. Um, that is what has made some of us designers <laughs> the pressure and also the intense learning. It's, it's yeah, really nice. As long as, uh, as long as you're here. <laughs> yes, it's, it it was a really nice program. Like, I'd have done the Google UX, but like the process of applying for a financial aid was like, I no, and yeah. now paying us like we don't have the money, so yeah, yeah. I just did doing. <laughs> I remember for the Google design course, because I paid for it myself and, you know, I'm also not employed. So like I was doing, uh, I've been doing like writing, that's the other side hustle that I, I did. But since I found UX, I'm like leaving it because it doesn't fulfill me. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a brave step. And I guess with UX, when you choose this path, you choose it till the end. So. Yeah. I I wish you the best and we'll get Thanks. a job. We'll get a yeah. job. Yeah. Um so um what questions 
were we to answer? Um, school or oh, another oh, question or oh, as to ask you mm. like when you see people going to design school and mm. like for example in Kenya there are no design programs. I had this a school apparently I didn't know like for designers. I don't know if it's admi but like knowing that we can't afford we let's just start there. But like do you ever number one do you ever wish that the design schools more design schools in kenya in such a way that you can tell someone i went to school to learn UX design and for those people who you interact with and maybe they say they want to design school do you feel less as compared to you who did the coursera path do you ever feel less as compared to someone who graduated with, for example, a master's or a degree or a bachelor's degree in design, do you ever feel less? And do you ever wish in this country that be like more design schools? The way that developer, developer schools everywhere. Maureen yeah. just introduced the UIUX program. How many years later? to mm. what they've been doing in data data science and and code and all those programming stuff. They're now introducing UI UX. Do you ever wish like you could say that, oh, there's this design school, there's this design school, and there's this design school? Yeah. I think you've gotten the questions. <laughs> yes. So I do wish that there was more design schools in Kenya. I remember at some point, when I think it was after I or during the time when I was looking for a course to do on design, I was looking for design schools and there was zero. It was just online that I could find and the boot camps are extremely expensive. The only viable option for me was the Google content. I think I saw one, I can't remember, I think it was at Nairobi Institute of Design, something like that, but it's kind of like died because it's no longer active like they know it, it seemed like it was such a good thing and it, it was no longer active and on the part of like whether or not i feel less when i hear someone like have them of course personally like one time i have met someone who has done like an official course or like like in, in school like a, a bachelor's degree or even masters, but when, of course, I do see people like on LinkedIn and that these boot camps, like someone saying they've completed this boot camp, or they've done that, they're like even pursuing like a masters in human computer interaction or UX design itself. I do wish I could have that opportunity because I would like have a more a deeper you know understanding of ux than the seven months that i did although i am grateful for the seven months that i did because they gave me a lot of information that i wouldn't otherwise have but you know it is what it is yeah 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 it, it's definitely I, I make the most with what i have um, yeah and i think that's a really big secret that you're sharing Mm. it's not in the much it's with the little you have yeah yeah it's not with the two in the bush it's that one bird in hand yeah you start with with what you can have me personally i chose to do the ux design course the google one because like i wanted to do it because i was paying for it because kind of it made me feel like i placed a value on it you know like i feel like if i had taken like a free udemy course at the at the time is when i had just started my interest and i had this bad habit of like losing interest very quickly and i was terrified that if i took a free course i could just be like okay it's free because it's like self-paced like i could like drop it maybe but then when i started this like paying for it you know, I was like, okay, I have placed, like I have kind of committed myself with a car value. Of course, it's not the same for everybody, but this was the case for me. 
like I, I, I knew that I could pay for it at least for the first month at that point at least. But then I just kept committing myself. I kept committing myself. I was like, I, I, I want to do this. So like every month I kept making an active decision to pay for it and do it. And because you have to do it within a month before it expires and then you can't access the 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 the, the information again. So you it really kind of also helped me be very consistent with it. But also I, I found another design school actually. It, it wasn't a design school per se, but I think everyone should look into like, it's called Institute of Design and Innovation. It's, it's I think the only design school that I found. It's in Kenya, Nairobi. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's founded by this group of, of designers, although they focus on like social impact design and like wow. design. You should yeah. you should send that by DM. I'd like to see that. I'd yeah. be interested. Yeah. I actually I think maybe you know the founder because I found him on ADP list and I saw that you were one of the people who had reviewed him. Oh I think I know the guy. Mwalo. Yeah Munyala Mwalo, yeah. Yeah, I found him, I even met up with him and he was like, they, they are training people, but you know, they, they haven't really been like advertising it like that. It's kind of like, for me, even to like, because I had to like DM, DM him on LinkedIn, DM him again, at and then he gave me his WhatsApp number, DM him on WhatsApp, at DM him again, and I <laughs> I really, really was pushing him. Persistence, Persistence mm. is the key. Yeah, until I can, I can okay, let's meet for coffee. And then we met, training, when the next cohort is. And then after the coffee meet, because he's probably a busy guy, keep forgetting. So DM him again. <laughs> Consistency and persistence. You should show us your DMing. You should roll out a course by now on how to DM. You just, you just like remind them. You're just like, hi, you told me um, we were going to have a coffee meet. Um, and by the time we figure your coffee, some of us have already frozen. We don't know what to say after hi. It's easier to text someone than to call them. If it were like a call, it would be hard for me. But if it's just sending a text, like what's the worst that could happen? They could ignore the text, but like, what's the best? They could reply. <laughs> and then you, you take it from that, by the way. Yeah. So like, I usually try not to think about like, every bad way it would go. I just think about, you know, the worst that could happen, it could ignore and I won't die. <laughs> Let's go on. And that could be great. So that one gives me an, like, the way the pro, the pro is better. Let's hear me. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something else. Uh, this, this journey is not easy, Singil. And what hard truths have you discovered so far? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the first one which I feel like we've already like talked about is the Kenyan market for UX designers. Of course, it's oh, like yeah. this, this one truth that I had to face because in the two years, um, I had to kind of like gain my experience on a voluntary basis. Like I, I just had to to like participate in, 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 you know, in open source projects like Spacia Tech. Um, I guess there's another place that I kind of got my experience from. And then like being approached by like two startups and then I'm like, okay, I'll help you. Even if it's like for like a small pay for just designing your funding page or something like that. Like that is how I just had to kind of uh, get my experience because applying for UX jobs, especially in Kenya, most of them want mid-senior 
you know, roles. So you'd apply and not get an email back or you'd get the the template here linking Kwamba it has been rejected. So that one was one truth that in Kenya, UX design, it's really hard to find, you know, your first role. It's really hard, especially as a beginner, it's really hard. But it's not impossible. You can make also, you can just create the opportunities for yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I guess. Yeah, you can just create the opportunity for yourself. And I don't know, I don't know about everyone else, but me personally, um, my with my the way I like UX, my passion in UX makes me not like really money oriented. Like. If someone wants to take me on a voluntary basis, am I like, you know, it's not like immediate pay or like it's, an, it's a pro bono kind of situation. I was taking up those opportunities because like, at that point I was very like entry level. Like I was just dying to get any experience. I was like, it's okay. I mean, I'll do it. So I feel like if someone, I don't know, it depends on on people. Personally, I was just ex excited to be doing something that I love and not focusing on the immediate, you know, pay, um, which helped me also to like grow my skills. Because if I was like, ah, but I'm not getting paid, so I could just like push it aside. I don't feel like I would have, you know, grown as much as I've grown since I started. I feel like that also helped me. But, you know, to each his own. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, Different ways of entering the industry. Yeah. And not everyone also has the luxury to just work for free. Yeah. 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 Some, some, sometimes you, you need the pay, but it would be also a good way to gain experience, mm. in my opinion. Another being hard truth is consistency of course oh man that is that is that is something we need to emphasize oh my yeah. goodness consistency in ux from applying for jobs to learning to just growing your skills consistently like doing it like as frequently as possible kind of that's that's what kind of made me learn you ex as much as I feel like I can kind of talk <laughs> you know talk about it like in a sense that I can even guide someone it was about like consistently working on cons like not not like just doing it when I feel like it but of course I, I always feel like doing UX to be honest I always feel like doing it uh, but the consistency from learning, especially the learning part, you yeah. doing. You have to consistently be ready to learn, grow, go on YouTube, learn, go if you can afford it, take a course, learn. You know, you have to grow consistently because if you kind of leave it, and this is for my um, people who have a tendency. To, as soon as you stop being consistent, consistent with something, you can easily fall off. Like you can just forget about it. Like Missy Ifanya, for example, for a week, that could go to a month. And then, even to the Yeah, yeah. I have a problem personally. Like it's very easy for me to stop doing something if I stop being consistent. Consistent. Consciously. Like you have to be consistent. consistent. Learning as a lifestyle. Yeah. You have to decide to be consistent with it. You cannot just, I don't know, I feel like, like I mentioned before that with US, even with the course, this was the very first thing I feel like I did consistently. And consistency is a conscious decision. You don't just float through it. Yeah, you decide it. You decide that I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And if I don't feel like doing it tomorrow, I will make sure I do it. Like 
you decide that. And, and like there's something I've learned also that my mentor taught me is that like the more you learn, the more you grow, right? And it's yeah. like a circle. Your circle will keep on expanding the more you grow. But mm. remember there's a border radius. The border radius will keep on thickening up the more you grow. The border yeah. radius like signifying um the amount of things you don't know. So the yeah. more you grow and the more you learn, the more things you realize that you don't know. Exactly. And that's kind of very it's it's very uncomfortable knowing yeah. that you don't know, but you have to keep on learning. Yeah. And it's a risk you have to take. The more you learn, the more you find out that you don't know so much yeah. more. And you have yeah. to keep on learning. Yeah. And as you learn, you just you just keep on learning the fact that you don't know a lot of things. So you have mm. it's like it's an endless process. So you just have to keep on learning. Facts. You have to keep on learning. Like some designs that I did at the beginning which I thought when I was doing them, they were great. And then a year later, I, I, I look at them and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I would change a lot of things. I would change a lot of things. But then I also get like, remember, remind myself, like instead of t- like putting myself down at that moment, it's like an opportunity. I'm like, that means I'm grown. That means yeah. I know more now, you know. And I know some few years will pass by and then I'll also be like, oh God. <laughs> but then it would mean that I have grown. Grown. So yeah. it's consistent learning. The learning part, it just never stops. But it's also very interesting. So we are down for the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like something very interesting is mentioned like when you compare your former designs and now is yeah. we also really get to see how grateful we are in this journey. Like we really count our blessings. We always yeah. cry about how how short I mean a lot of fish of our shortcomings in the sense that how good how how far off we are from mm-hmm. being good enough or how imperfect we are or how other people are better than us but we also forget that we are so far like literally like this Mm -hmm. journey we've taken and we really found the blessing so like that has reminded me like to just count my blessings because i know let's not even go a year back when i look at my designs a month ago like when I look at them right now, like let me change something, let me change something, let me change like unawashwa. Because changing <laughs> something, it doesn't look right. Yeah. And a month ago you were like, This this is it. Bitch. I this killed it. it. I killed it. Mic dropped. A month later, like, oh man, what is this? What is that? <laughs> And then now a year later, like, oh no, oh child, you, you need to grow up. <laughs> you, you have some growing up to do. It's so true. It's so true. It's so true. When you look back, um, the advice is the glass is half. It's half full. It's yeah. not half. It's half full. Yeah. And. I think it's just because of time, but we're doing part two definitely. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's just that, like, Tijashiba Nai conversation. Tijashiba, because I can't believe we're almost. That's 45 minutes. How? That's like, awesome. that's wrong. That's like, but, anyways, because we have to wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. One last question that was asked the last question in the previous episode mm-hmm. and i think i'll it would be our last question in this episode mm. in, we were talking about having a support system for designers because mm. this thing is hard and you can't do it alone mm. you'll drown 
because right now like there's this wave of designers who are coming into the industry and they're coming in hot i'm mm-hmm. talking about the designers who during the day have boot camps and mm-hmm. all work like serious work then mm-hmm. at night they're doing open source they're doing designs mm-hmm. so these are people who are naturally able to withstand pressure they're able to deli- to over deliver and these are people who are hungry mm. and this hunger from personal experience and this grit if you don't people who understand what you're going through you'll mm. you'll be in a very bad place emotionally yeah yeah and i think we've all gone through it it's something we all designers have to go through and we're talking about the elements of sacrifice and now like what's your take on like having a circle of people who know what you're going through will call you out and who will help you and who you will help in reaching that final destination wherever it may be in tech because tech right now like tech is is crazy like right now it's it's not what it used to be a few years ago yeah. joining tech is it's a whole other level now of pressure mm-hmm. yeah that's true so yeah. how how would you like advise people to handle themselves emotionally and mentally and in terms of finding people who they can form a support group or how how can they find support and a shoulder to lean on because design zikikata na your creative block iki come through and then burn out like it's really hard on someone yeah so okay <laughs> i'm trying to to like think of how i would go about it in their shoes because personally i don't you know also i want to bring the aspects of like um while i'm saying what i'm saying i want to remember that people are different uh i feel like me by the time i, I was getting into design and this is me personally in my head space i was at the point of like i i had dealt with how to deal with that <laughs> like i had figured that much out like i used to have a lot of burnout especially when i used to code oh god i used to suffer <laughs> i used to suffer i couldn't sleep or like i would have trouble sleeping um i don't know if it would be helpful for someone like who in the way i'm going to put it but how i deal with burnout currently it's not easy for me to be burnt out i already deal with it <laughs> mm-hmm. so, with it is i let myself rest when i need to that is it that is it like i know that sometimes you have a lot of things to do there's a lot to do but okay fika point ya burnout you won't do anything anyways you see so kichoka lala ukichoka the thing is you you can just go and sleep you will feel terrible about it <laughs> you will feel terrible about it so utashindwa umetoss and turn but when actively umejialao ukasema okay you know what i need to take a break right now because maybe umeshinda umestare at the screen you're trying to like come up with a design ideas as a flow you know things like that and so usually mimi najikubalianga the break but making like the active decision that some for instance nimesema okay we are taking a 30 minute break for whatever reason whatever I was to do in those 30 minutes whatever i want to do in those 30 minutes i will do that but then i will stick to those 30 minutes and come back after those 30 minutes and continue doing what i wanted to do that so that this could be 30 minutes it could also be a day depending on burnout yam to cause i remember when i used to code and I, i don't know if this could apply for designers but when i used to code cause coding is gonna i think a bigger a heavier mental toll i would say 
to as design. compared to design yeah yeah, yeah. but we are also doing a lot of design like projects at the same time it could be just as exhausting also so yeah. maybe one you can just like plan yourself and also don't don't buy too much. don't overbite what you can't chew yeah and, and remember to just be kind to your kindness kindness to yourself that is the most important part there i would say be kind to yourself if you need the break just take it but then promise yourself that right after that break you'll come back and you'll continue you will feel so much better because kind of like you know what i can trust myself to take a break and come back and do what i wanted to do i hadn't thought of it that way that's really that's that's a really positive perspective that's how i usually like handle it and trust me i the burnout part you may you may you may drastically reduce and i wouldn't say that of course me zero because when i do feel like i need a break nico kind of at the point in your life like yeah you know they can burn out like i mean burn out because i use when when i was developing like i would be in like a whole week i can't do anything like nothing i'm, I'm burnt out for a week <laughs> Which battery 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 dead it's dead like hata nijaribu yani nijaribu kufungua computer nijaribu ku open the software that i want to code on i don't i don't have the energy no my brain is shut up out in it about angalia to your screen so when i realized that okay when when how it started how i started before i moved to design how i started with the burnout was like when i see that point that the first time after night i don't let it go to a week the first day in asia let me just kick to code like i really really feel exhausted i really feel like i need to take a break i decide that that day we're taking that break that whole day i could you know and also it depends on if someone is also free to do this that whole day i could take my break focus on other things nini not open any code editor not care about the code <laughs> i will push it at the back of my mind when i try to think about it i will just don't think about it think of something else and then before i decide to take that break here you see i decide that kesho go we are back nice yeah kesho we are back and then kesho without hesitation the, the part which is very important is make sure you go you back are, you go back like <laughs> do not let yourself not go back because uta end the whole week in the quarter it 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 endelea tu hivyo hiyo kesho yake don't let yourself lazy it out again like okay can we decide leo and when you actively make that decision and you start it you'll kind of just flow with it because like okay we took the break yesterday we're good so so with design i also do that but now it's on a like a less critical level yeah the whole day like a short break like maybe an hour you know yeah. maybe i've been designing for the past six hours lunch time i've been designing i've been designing so by that time brain pain you know you can look at the screen and nothing is happening <laughs> so that time, <laughs> that time I, i decide okay break time let's take a break we're taking one hour break i'm a two hours break depending on if you have the time also yeah and then you you the important thing is you make sure that your time when you reset ikisha you go back for real you have it it compare the sense of you trust yourself and the self trust gives you the confidence also 
kuna hiyo confidence yenye na come with being able to trust myself when i say okay i need a one hour break and after that one hour break i will come back and after that one hour break when you come back you will feel so good you feel like i said i'd do this and i did because we want also like and this may be like a digressing with like psychology but like we, we want when people tell us something they also do it you know that's <laughs> what we want for people so yeah, we need to give that to ourselves also like if i expect that if i asked you tiffany to help me with something and nyambie give me one hour then i can help you and then after that one hour tena only excuse tena i will feel like i can't trust you and it aribu your car relationship sio yeah it will bona hatutupati ourselves the same thing me and my inner self need to be trusting each other that if i feel like kwandani na sikia like i really need a break and i trust myself enough that if i take this break one hour later i'll be good to go and then one hour later i do that what i said in my head because your subconscious also listens i say that i would do it and i did it kuna hiyo confidence that it built next time when you really need a break you will be confident enough to take it because if it would happen that you said that you would take a break and then the whole day ishe ivo like uli take a break the whole day na ulikontaka one hour next time if you want to take that break you will feel like ah, break i might spend the whole day you know i might waste a whole day so you will keep doing it and then it will a point of burnout but if you can trust yourself to take a break and come back it's all about you coming back to okay jaribu to the first time i promise you by the way if you jaribu it to the first time and you do it kuna ile sense of like i did it you know yeah maybe. that's that small win that was my solution maybe that was if i feel like in the moment i feel like i need a break nimefika the point where i can trust myself to take that break i just ask myself okay how long do we need a break a uh, two hour break or a one hour break in that one hour i'll fully give myself a break which sitafikiria about the design i will do whatever it is i want to do even if i have the time to watch a comedy i will do if it's time to eat a matter scroll on tiktok i will do that <laughs> and then when you come back you come back fresh i will look and i will not watch one extra tiktok video hey, those are those are some crazy levels of discipline man hey you you have to because it kind of really helps you trust yourself because you really feel pathetic when you take a break and then you kind of spend the whole day resting kuna hiyo feeling ya like you feel kind of pathetic because you feel like you feel like you failed yourself in a sense but if you can trust yourself me that was my solution by the way i rarely get burned out because i wouldn't get at the point when i know i need a break i give it to myself and i trust myself to just take the time that i said i would need and then come back and i come back and i do what i said i would do at the end of the day kuna ta fulfillment yenye yeah i can't explain it but that is me that is what i would advise when it comes to burnout one don't bite too big you know even if you're doing several things you can i feel like maybe something that could also help is plan your car to do list that's something that i started to do because abusa zengine used to forget things that I, i needed to do that day maybe na na participate special special check nikona maybe something to do in igas nikona something to do maybe kwa kitu nyingine za yanafanya so just write okay nini my to do list and it also maybe it would be like five things or six things so tari in my brain i'm like okay it's just six things you know it's no because zengine kama usipoiandika it may feel like a lifetime it may feel like it's a lot but then yeah. it feel like okay it's just six things okay how do i start some people like to start from the hardest to the easiest some people start from the easiest thing to the hardest 
personally, I find starting from something that is easier to the to the ones that take more time is better, especially come and answer from the beginning of the day because okay, the easy one you accomplish, you feel like, oh, I'm done it, I accomplished it tomorrow. And then you have the psyche to continue to the next. But you might be tired by the time my mind is then you might feel like shit. But then it also depends on some some people like to start with the harder stuff towards the easy because okay, also the other one you might you might feel like I did that. You know, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a small victory. Mm. So just celebrate your small victories. Maybe not down. It might it will kind of put things into perspective to write the things that you need to do and make them not seem too many. And then you can just knock them over. And when you need to take a break, take a break, but then trust yourself to come back and and, and don't do not lie. Do not lie to yourself because of you will lose that trust within yourself. And I feel like that is how people reach burnout. Right, because now I can't trust myself because yesterday I said I would do one, two, three, but then after finishing one, I took a break and didn't do two and three. So today I feel like I can't take that break because I might repeat the same thing. But oh, then it's not fair. Mm, yeah, which is not fair. But if you can trust yourself, take that break, then next time you won't feel bad or guilty for taking it because you know that you will come back because you said it. And you did it. Okay. I, that that works for me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like, I was about to say, like, just one more question because I know we're short on time. Um, in terms of support system, like, mm. how did you get one? Do you even have one? Or you're just in this jungle Ooh. alone, surviving. Because I support system. As a an introvert and a loner someone who doesn't really talk to many people. Um, it was really hard, but then lately, as soon as by the day when I found Specialtech and finding other people kind of, it's, it's really helped. Like you actually have helped me a lot. Like just, you know, finding someone else to just talk about with something that I'm also interested in, because none of my friends are designers like my close friends. So you can talk to them about it, you know. And then, but finding mentors on a DP list, that one was helpful for me. Because um, you you find someone who has been in the field and knows what's up and can kind of give you guidance, that one was helpful for me. And then also joining this, this, this like program, some open source programs, oh, yeah. something be overwhelming. Like at, at first, I would say, the F was a bit overwhelming because I went from just making up my own the way I do my things to okay now I kind of have to do things in the place of someone else you know but then also realizing that you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a team I'm in a team if I face anything I can just text someone and they can help um, and then also I get to connect with people who have similar interests. And it was important to just kind of group yourself with your flock, kind of. You know. Oh, yeah. Back in the further, definitely flock together. Yeah. For the future. Finding the flock and just sticking around when you have a question not being scared sometimes you don't have to like text it in the group <laughs> sometimes it may be overwhelming to text it in the group and then you might be scared like ah what what will they say i'm stupid <laughs> i'm stupid but you could just like find someone me me that's the easiest for me i usually just find one person that i can just watch in your magic so that's I I found support ADP list, finding a mentor, and also joining like this open source project. Give me kind of like also the courage, the courage to 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 speak up and then to I, I know like um I am surrounded by people who have come before me and they can they can add something to me. And it was really nice. So that's I would also encourage to do that.
if it's an open source program, you can join or you can find someone, even if it's not necessarily on the ADP list, but that's a good place. You can just inbox someone. I've inboxed people on LinkedIn, by the way. Like, so I, if I see someone and I like they're Kenyan, especially, and it's their work seems good. They seem to be have been in the area for a while. I inbox some some of them. You know, I've inboxed like say matter up to five people on LinkedIn. Some replied, but then you also keep have to keep pushing them. Some of them ignore. But trying to find someone who can give you their time like that, you know. I, I don't really usually have that expectation. It's like, okay, if I inbox them, they have to reply. If they if they don't reply, I just understand. Like people are busy. But I can find especially on ADP list, I would advise because those people kind of tell you that, okay, I'm free. You can you can I'm free. But on LinkedIn it will be like going after someone who may not necessarily be free. So it's good to find mentors. I also heard you talking about a mentor. Mentors are important. Oh yeah. Like uh, I'd I'd say that mentors are really yeah. important. And something else also, don't be scared. Like if you're looking for a mentor, don't be fixed on finding someone who's in design. You can yeah. also find someone who's also in the tech space, may not be directly related to design, but knows something about design. The perspective yeah. is the perspective is really important. And if you're able to get a different perspective, yeah. that's an that's an upper hand in the game. Yeah. 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 True. I feel like I've talked a lot. <laughs> no, like I, I, I've just been here nodding, nodding, yeah. and smiling, mostly smiling and nodding because <laughs> Mrs. Jashiba. But I just have to accept that time is not on our side. Maybe yeah. we'll meet again, find some time, do another yeah. episode, different round yeah. of questions, and mm -hmm. we'll get to learn more about how all of us can win because this podcast is about how all of us can design for real and yeah. do UX for real and in the Kenyan context and all of yeah. us doing together. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time. And thank you. It's night. So have a good night. Good night. Okay, bye. And thank everyone who is listening. <laughs> A big kiss to all of them. Bye. Bye. <laughs>